What up? It's your boy DJ Infamous. Talk to me. Nah, smoke with me. Another edition of the Smoke Me Podcast with my light-skinned brother from the Bay, a.k.a. Billy D, a.k.a. <laughs> Tell him. Man, the Wolf of Weed Street, man. Back on, back on y'all, man, with, with uh, Wavy Crockett, man. <laughs> back on y'all with Wavy Crockett, you man. Me? What's up, baby? You good? I'm good, man. Uh, feels good to be in L.A., man. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. The um, L.A. edition of our podcast series is actually is dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'm talking about the good quality of cannabis out here. Whew. You know, it's different. <laughs> nah, you know? Sure, man. It's different. It's different. It's and, one of the meccas. And I'm enjoying the weather. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know. You know, I like, the, I like the West Coast, man. Yeah. It was different from Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? It's different being in Atlanta. Weather, the food, the climate, the weed. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? all of that. But, you know, we uh, we we definitely, when you when you come to L.A., you, you definitely have to come see an icon from L.A. Most mm -hmm. definitely got to you know see an I mean? icon. One of, the, one of the brothers who, who, who helped build L.A., who helped, you know what I mean, bring, uh, you know, um, that unforgettable... You know what I mean? Reputation on L.A. Right. This is one of the building blocks of L.A., man. One mm -hmm. of the, if you go back to his original history, damn near when the Crips started was when, when you was was uh, moving around. So, man, you know, mm -hmm. um, um, it's always the pleasure to have a guest on the show, man. But but this one means a lot to me because definitely. he definitely is a is an icon in the culture, an icon in, in, in the movement. You know what I mean? Um, he's got a book. He's got a lot of uh, two books. Two books. Two My books. bad. Two books. Look, <laughs> I'm already fucking up. Two already books. fucking up. Two books. Um, you know, he's got an incredible story that we're gonna get into. He's got a cannabis brand, LA, LA Kingpins. Kingpins. We're gonna get into, and it's funky too. I smell it. Uh, yeah. But um, again, man, this is a pleasure to be down here in LA shooting and to have an icon in LA, uh, a legend in the industry, a legend on the street, just an overall icon, man. The real Rick Ross, man. Freeway Rick Ross, man. How you doing, brother? He's in the I'm building. Well, I'm well. Huh? What's going on, brother? I'm you, good. You I'm good? good? How you doing? Man, we good, man. We got you We got you on the, on the podcast. We yeah, great. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? This is definitely a legendary moment. Mm -hmm. um, we appreciate you being on. You know what I'm saying? It's a new platform that we trying to, you know, have a platform for us. You know what I'm saying? Um, that we can bring on. We need that. Yeah, we tell need stories, that. educate, business. Um, everything in the, in, the, in, the, in the space, you know, to um, educate people and, for, you know, further push the culture forward. So we definitely appreciate you for being on. Yeah, man, before we get started, I want to shout out um, Hayes Radio, shout Hayes, Hayes TV Radio, Network, Hayes TV, man. Yes. Our new headquarters down here in L.A., man. Believe that. It's a blessing to be down here with Hayes, man. Shout out Hayes Radio, Hayes TV Network. Yes. Um, when, you, when you're here in L.A., make sure, you know what I mean, you stop by. If you're in Van Nuys or in the Valley, stop by the number one dispenser in the Valley, Circle Cannabis Co. in Van Nuys. Mm -hmm. Come get a selection of the best products, Winter Circle Genetics products as well as some of the other brands out here. And we're trying to get L.A. Kingpins in there, too, man. Done. You know what I mean? We'll, Done. We'll, we'll get into that. Okay? And I'll be there. Yeah. I would love for you to come do an in-store for us, man. In-store. Talk to the people, man. In-store. Kiss Done. the babies and shake the hands, Done. man. Done. Done. I love that. So when you're in Vegas, though, tell them what you do when you're in Vegas, man. L listen, when you're in Vegas, this is what y'all do. Don't go to the hotel. Don't go gambling. Don't do any of that. What you need to do is go to Hardeen Cannabis Dispensary in Las Vegas. Listen, we got the best flour, the best concentrates, the best edibles, the best pre-rolls, top-of-the-line products. Like I tell you, out-of-towners, you land in Las Vegas, go straight there, then go check into the hotel room and get the infamous pack. It's a combination of everything. It'll have you right for your whole vacation stay. I promise you. You'll go home happy. You'll go home relaxed. 
you'll go home. Uh, hopefully, you don't lose too much money, but uh, you'll be good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hold yeah. on, man. You know what? I, I keep thinking about this. We got What's the that? infamous party pack. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 lo I love Adam and Zach over there, man. Where, where's my the, the real Wolf of Weed Street pack at, man? What, we need to get on? you Why a my wolf shit ain't pack. on the menu? We need to call the it Wolf Pack. pack. Where, where the Wolf Pack That's at, what we man? need to do. That's yeah. what we got to do. That's what we do. We're going yeah. to Vegas in a we couple weeks. We keep talking about the infamous party pack. Where the yeah. Wolf Pack at, man? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you know, my pack is, you know, the party pack. Yeah. Yours may be like a laid back pack. You know what I'm saying? But nah, real Not talk. Not with a name, the wolf. Yeah, for sure. Facts. Yeah, don't let this nigga fool you, boy. This nigga, <laughs> listen, he'll smoke me under the table, yeah. edible me out of the table, all that. Still talking about, let's go to the club. Yeah, the wolf no. sound like it's going to jump out at you. Yeah, you know, he, ah. he will, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So let's get into it, man. Um, you know, let's get into it, man. Um, one of the first questions I have for you was, how did you get that name, Freeway? Oh, man. <laughs> That go way back, man. I was like 18 years old, and uh, I started low riding. And uh, this brother named Jay Clayton, he started calling us the Freeway Boys. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Jake was pretty powerful in the streets and had a, a long reputation, and, and it just stuck. You know, he, he, it was first it was a negative name. You know, we didn't mm -hmm. like it. You called us that we want to fight. Like, right. motherfucker, you just cussed me out. Uh, get it up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, after a while, you know, Started to get cool, you know, and, and just stuck. You right. Know, so, but yeah, Jay Clayton, uh, rest in peace, is the one that gave us that name. Yeah, man. When I, whenever I, when I thought of Freeway, I just thought it was like, man, well, like, cause he was moving shit. Like that's why they named him Freeway or Quick Witty. That's what yeah. the police and the news and everybody tried. That's what to they tried to say. But it was okay. really, it was really, you know, Jay really Clayton. Shit. We started when I first started going to the street races. You know, uh, right after I quit playing tennis. Uh, I found myself going to the street races and, and um, you know, I started messing with all the dudes with the fly cars and mm -hmm. trying to figure out how I can get me one of them joints. Right. And uh, Jay Clayton, uh, you know, we started hanging out with him a little bit and he started talking about our cars. You know, we come to street races, he clown us and you know, be a junkie ass for But you had like big blocks? What was y'all racing back then? We wasn't racing. We was low riding. We was oh, okay. up and down and round. You know, I had a convertible 66. Okay. Impala. Um, nice. You had hydraulics on it and all that? Yeah. Because yeah, you know, in the yeah. bay, we, you know, in the it bay. It wasn't painted, though. I never put no paint on that joint, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I should have, I should have kept my car. You know, I, I, when, 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 uh, when I started selling cocaine, I, uh, I got mad at the car, you know. <laughs> you got mad at it? Yeah, it kept me broke, man. <laughs> yeah, the motherfuckers is money pits. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, them low riders, especially when you hopping them and, right. you know, and you, you trying to, you know, I was chroming the whole bottom. My whole bottom of my car was chromed and the motor was chromed, so I put a lot of money. I'm out stealing every night. You know, right. Stealing cars every night to 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 do this. To, to, to get the parts, right. Yeah, and then I almost, you know, I caught a, caught a GTA. I had a chop shop and, uh, I almost went to prison for a long time, and I was like, damn, you did all this for a car. <laughs> all that for the whip. You need, need your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the difference, like, from L.A. and the Bay. Like, you know what I mean? We we was riding old schools with big blocks and shit like that, and y'all was on the low riders. We was grand nationals, and you know what I mean? Like, we didn't really get into the low rider thing. I liked it, though. Well, we started doing the, we started doing the, 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 the high rod thing later on, you know, after... Uh, after we got a little older and once we started having money, you know, we started we started doing the low rider. I had a, a pro stocker. Uh, okay. Uh, had a 
streetcar. You know, we, we, we started doing that too, but in the beginning when, when, when I saw them low riders, man, I fell in love. Uh, I, I still to this day. The girl and the car. That's one of my dream that's one that's one of my dream cars, man. A low rider? A, a low rider, yeah. I've always wanted one. Ever since I've seen uh Snoop and Dre on the American Music Awards in ninety two and they rode out on a low rider. I'm just seeing them go and I'm just like, yo, I gotta have one of those. Yeah, some of them low riders be so fly, man. Yeah, man. You know, they put a lot of money in them joints. Right. Now they saying they putting like two hundred thousand in them, man. I they believe them motors, them good motors in them now. I like, believe it. Wow. So let me ask you, what was it like? What was it like growing up in LA for you, man? Like before, uh, you know, you got heavy, you know, in the streets. Like, what was life like coming up like? Well, you know, when you, when you grow up in those areas, it 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 it, it excuse me starts to feel like this is the way it is all over the world, you know. So right. I, I didn't really know until later on in life that there was some different ways of living, you know. Right. So. Because um, you're around it every day, you think it's the norm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, people get killed over a dollar. And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, prostitution everywhere. Uh, but but for me, you know, I loved it. You know, right. I, I enjoyed it, um, and I embraced it, and and I started to live the life that everybody else in the hood was living. Right. What neighborhood was that that you grew up in? Uh, I grew up on 87 to Figueroa. The gang is uh, the Hoover Crips. Um, and then we got several other gangs in, in, in close proximity. You know, we got the 87 Gangsters. We got the Swans. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Denver Lanes, not not too far away. Uh, but the but the most powerful gang at that time was, uh, was the Hoovers. You got some notorious Crips that came out of that neighborhood, man. Some of the, I mean, like Tukey and, and, and people like that, man. Like, well, I was with one last night, Tony Stacy. uh he just got out doing 45 years. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, we we working right now on a documentary. Um, me, him, and a couple other brothers, uh, uh, Antonio Eminem, they just got out. Antonio did like 37 years or something like yeah, that. These right. those long numbers. They went to jail when he was like 17, 18 years old, you know. Yeah, right. But but these were the kind of guys that you didn't want to meet in the alley. You know? Right, yeah, you, you meet them in the alley, you might not get out. So... Um, they, they did a lot of time and they out um, and we've been talking about doing a documentary called the Evolution of Crippin mm-hmm. you know where real genuine dudes who really lived the life actually talk about uh, what happened and how how you know how they got started right and, their experiences and, and stuff yeah 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 man I had a, a meeting today with a producer about it we, we, we talked about that nice. and crazy, the death man. of Snowfall yeah, this day last season going down. So you know, I was gonna leave that for a little bit later in the conversation, <laughs> but, but since you brought it up, no, since you brought it up, and you know, you know, you know, I've studied you, and and I've studied, you know, your your whole story. You know what I mean? So, you know, the listeners might not know this. Some, you know, even when I talk to people, like I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago when mm-hmm. I told them I was interviewing you, and I told them about the whole snowfall situation. They're like what? Like what? So, you know, um, for the listeners who don't know, and I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to let you, t- you know, t- tell them the whole out the horse's mouth, but give them a little, a little background on it. Like, from what I heard, you know, you had some type of meeting with John Singleton and... Um, Several. And after these Several meetings... meetings. And after these meetings, the number one hit show that is, you know, is a reference to your life 
snowfall and you know we don't get the I don't see you in the credits I don't see a, a consulting I don't see you know what I mean so you know I love that show unfortunately I do love the show but can you kind of give the listeners a background about that whole John Singleton snowfall situation well you know when when uh when I got rest out, in peace John Singleton too. Right. when I got out I was uh trying to put my movie together mm-hmm. you know and I thought that you know John Singleton had you know, everybody know his credits is, is super crazy. Right. And um, he, he supposedly had supposedly had grown up in South Central L.A. And I thought having somebody who actually lived there um, would be a perfect fit for for the directing job. Right. So, you know, I, I ran straight to John when I got out. You know, like, look, man, you the one for this job. You should do this. You know, this movie is going to break the box office. Mm-hmm. And he agreed that uh, the movie was going to be crazy. And we just started sitting down putting stuff together. You know, uh, when my book came out, he bought one of my first books. Um, <clears throat> but uh, one day we were up at uh, the Weinsteins and uh, they came out the back office and they had a variety and it was like, John Singleton has been funded for Snowfall. Your story no longer has value. And uh, ended that meeting, you know, and I was like, damn, John ain't even said nothing to me, you know, that he was doing a movie about drug dealing in the hood. Right. And it was only later on that I found out that he had actually used a lot of my stuff inside Script of shit. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's how it is, you know. Dudes get you know screwed over every day, you know. It's, but I would think that it's nothing to just reach out and be like, "Yo, we using this." You know what I'm saying? We using this content that you came with, and well, you know, well it, it, maybe, maybe, maybe that's just me. It's really deeper than that, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, John knew my situation when I got out. I wasn't mm-hmm. in the best financial shape. You know, I could have used a job, right? You know, uh, even a consulting fee. On being on set, and, anything and, you know what I mean, right. you know to make, it, to, make it more to make it more to authentic, to make it more authentic. Anything would have helped. You yeah, know to what make I'm it saying? more authentic. You talking about somebody got out of jail? I had two hundred bucks when I got out of jail, so yeah. you know I was I was down on my luck. You know, as the rappers, as the rapper Rick Ross said, William Roberts uh, said, and he was down on his luck. You know, and so I want to I want to get in I want to get into that too. But let, let's take him back a little bit. Let's take him back a little bit. So you know what I mean? What what? What really intrigues me about your story and about anybody that's in the game is like, is like that hustler spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is 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 you know that hustler spirit, and I I feel like you embody that. And you know what I mean? You embody that for a lot of people in our generation, a lot of people in the game. So I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know, um, you know, you know how uh, Mike want to be the 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 best all time basketball player. Yeah. Well, I want to be the best all-time hustler. That's dope. Yeah, that's what I want. That's my goal, you know. So, 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 I ain't so why for the money? Yeah, why? What, what, what just got you like? I don't why? know. It's just yeah. fun, you know. Just something to do. Way right. to kill some time. You know, I rather, I rather do that than, 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 you know, watching TV or, right. you know, going to a movie. You know, I rather, you know, just manipulate the game and see how my wits. Uh, compare against everybody else's, you mm-hmm. know. It's it, it's you know it almost becomes monopoly, you know. Yeah. Like just 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 another game, you know. Once 
you get to a certain level and then it's like how many people can I help you know right. how many people can I show how to become millionaires how many right. lives can I change mm-hmm. exactly and uh, I, I guess all that's part of it you know the rush the thrill you know the excitement that goes with it you know um, the pats on the back you right. know the congratulations you know all of that is part of the, the motivation you know just like just like any other sport you know mm-hmm. You know why? Why do a guy want to run a hundred yard touchdown? You know, he like right. the cheers of the other audience. So passion. You know, you know, you take all that in consideration, and uh, I guess that's what moves me. Uh, so so there's something. <laughs> and I, I like and I like money too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. There's something I've always wanted to ask you too. Like so, you know, uh, I feel like successful people in in whatever industry they're in, you know, what I mean they have to be obsessed. You know what I mean? Like, if you're the best garbage man or whatever the hell you're doing, like, you got to be obsessed with your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do. You do. You do. You go so, to sleep with it. You dream mm-hmm. about it. Uh, but I, I don't consider myself successful yet. You know, I think I'm still underachieving mm-hmm. uh, the things that, that I should be doing. You know, I've, I've done some pretty amazing things in my life, but I don't think that I have uh, reached my potential of what I could be doing if... Um, if I had my game tighter. Mm. So, so what I wanted to ask you was, back in the day when you was doing your thing, you know what I mean? Like, I, f- I feel like, you know, everybody think they're a super trapper right now. Everybody think they're the hustler of the year. But, you know, one of the questions I've always wanted to ask you was, what type of mindset did it take back then? Because them days, it, you know, them 80s and all that shit, I mean, it's not like it, like it is now. You know what I mean? So a question I've always wanted to ask you because I know I got, you know, I got older homies that's, you know, that was around in them days, them little D, Felix Mitchell days. What mindset did it take to not, you know what I mean, not only make it through them times, but to be, you know, basically the biggest? Well, you you got to be gutsy. You mm-hmm. know, you got you to gotta have guts. You, you know, you got to be willing and ready to uh, deal with different consequences, you know, and the consequences could mean uh, killing somebody, being killed, or going to prison. So, you know, when, when you put all those things on the table, um, you, you got to be gutsy. You know, you got to right. be willing to take chances. And, uh, you know, I'm a risk taker. You know, even though I don't gamble on, on, on the dice table or the car table, mm-hmm. um, in business I do a lot of gambling. You know, I take a lot of chances, uh, um, and I put my neck out a lot. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, that um, that was something I always like, cause like I said, I got I got you know a lot of older 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 partners that was around in them times, man, and it just the stories I heard was just crazy, like you know what I mean, like you know, it's a lot of violence going on now in these streets in L.A. and everywhere else, but yeah, like that violence in the eighties was yeah. it's always dangerous. Though you talking about guys running around with two, three million dollars in duffel bags, yeah. it's dangerous, right? There's somebody that feel like your money is their money, money or should be their money, you know. So, so when you're doing, when you're in that line of work, you know, it's always dangerous. You know, when I was sitting in prison and, and I was thinking about, you know, uh, the chances that I used to take, and not only was I willing to put my life on the line, but I put really my whole family at jeopardy, mm-hmm. you know, because at one time, you know, they was kidnapping family members yeah. and. You know, doing all kind of crazy stuff. So, yeah. uh, 
when you're in that game, you know, you you open yourself up, you know, for for a lot of things that uh, normal people don't have to go through. A regular civilian ain't going through. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. I um, I feel like with Instagram and all the instant gratification with this PPE money and all this shit that, that that these youngsters have have had access to right now, it's like, you know, they don't know how to stay down till they come up. You know. Yeah, staying down is is a thing of the past. I think it's a loss of art, you know, right now. Uh, you know, it's like make enough money, buy your pair of tennis shoes and, and a t shirt and some jeans and and do it again tomorrow. You know? right. uh, it's it's not like when we was coming up, you know, we wanted millions. You know, mm-hmm. we wanted to stack our money, we yep. wanted to see our money grow. Right. Yep. Uh, but I don't think this is the time. I don't know, this is kinda of seemed like, you know, this is you know, the fake it till you make it, you know. Yeah. Like. And uh, uh, the biggest I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> today's time is the biggest I've ever seen. Like, in the 90s, you know, you didn't really see it. Early 2000s, you started seeing a little bit. But now, it's everywhere. Yeah. That's everybody's, you know, thing for some reason. Yeah, go to the store, get a uniform, you know, go get some get clothes. Get your kit. Get <laughs> some clothes from the store. Don't even take the tags off of them. You Start take- a kit. Yeah. Instagram starter kit. Super crazy. Let me ask you, what what was y'all smoking back then, man? What kind of cannabis was y'all on? Like, what was uh, a, what was a popular we, strand? We had then? the Thai bud. You know, we, we had the Thai bud, the indica, yeah, and the skunk. You know, we had those three. And the skunk. Them was the major yeah, ones back yeah. then. And then what we started, what I started doing is I started mixing all three of them together. You know. Oh, where well, making us chocolate tie yeah. back then? <laughs> yeah, they would have the chocolate tie. Uh, tie I mean, stick, they, chocolate they, they also had the the the, the Colombia, I mean, not the Colombian gold. Yeah, the Colum- Acapulco gold. Was it Acapulco gold yeah. in, in the, the uh, Jamaica? Mm-hmm. You know, we had some Jamaican weed that was pretty good. Uh, but for the most part, you know, that, that real killer was that Thai weed and that, that, that indica mix with that. Uh, okay, heavy. And when you could get some skunk, you put that skunk in there too. Mm-hmm. So back then, y'all was looking down on the <clears throat> weed man back then, huh? Like the weed man wasn't nothing back then, huh? Oh, no, no, no. I used to take care of the weed man. He was going to get his allowance from me every week, you know. Uh-huh. As long as he had some weed. He <laughs> run out of weed, he wasn't getting nothing. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's crazy. I was a chronic smoker. You yeah. know, I, my habit was, was terrible, you know. Um, I used to fuck it off. So, um, I was... Uh, watching some interview with you I can't remember and it just made me think about the difference in times like you know these youngsters you know they out here grinding and doing their thing in Bentleys and Lamborghinis mm-hmm. and I was watching a, watching an a interview with you and you was like man I used to drive a hearse yeah, I used to yeah, drive a hearse around the neighborhood well you know I didn't want to be seen that's hold my on, point you used, hold on you used to drive a hearse <laughs> it, it wasn't it. a real hearse but you know I, I fixed it up to look like you know a coroner's car, so so that um, I don't know. You know, one day I was sitting at a stoplight, yeah, and I saw this car, and I was like, "Damn, ain't nobody looking at it." Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't want to see nothing dead. So I was like, "Damn, that's what I need," because I don't want them looking at me. I want them pay to put my money in the car, <laughs> you know, go about my business, and nobody paying me no mind. Yeah, that was genius that's smart as hell. <laughs> that was genius to me. I'm like, man, yo, because when you think about it, when you pass it, like. Hearse or something that, that looked like a hearse. It ain't like you about to just 
be on it. Nah, you you'll be, just pass it up. Like, okay, yeah, you don't want to be next to him. Yeah, that genius. Yeah, yeah, because it, it gives you a sad feeling, you know, when you when you Facts. when you when you get close to him, you're like, damn, somebody died. Yeah, so Flash wasn't even your thing. Nah, nah, yeah, nah, flash nah, nah, I didn't need the flash. You know, when you got the money, you don't have to flash it. Right. You know, you don't have to show everybody that you're rich, you know, when you're really rich, you know. But when you ain't rich, then you, you know, you have a tendency to overstate your hand, you know. Right. Like, look at me, you know, look what I got on. Yeah, because initially I thought that was the main goal, you know, to get the money and be low with it. Yeah, to keep it. You know, not, get the, not get it and just be... That's what I always thought, you know. I know others done differently, but... No, I agree, I agree. But that, And that's how I was, you know, I wanted... My, my my thing was businesses. Yeah. You know, I, I love businesses. Right. Uh, and and I, I felt that the businesses was a way to get me out of the game. Mm. You know, my, my 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 blueprint came from Superfly. Right. Watching Superfly. So I watched Superfly. Oh, that's how he did it. So I put my blueprint together. For from me. Superfly the movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what businesses you were buying back then? Oh, man, I had beauty salons, car mm-hmm. washes, oh, nice. tire shops, junkyards, motels. Mm-hmm. Um, you do any real estate stuff? I had houses. I had houses, apartments. Okay. Well, you know, houses make good rock houses, so you yeah. know, I just buy them for rock houses. Oh, that's a, that one there bacon? Go buy that. <laughs> right, go get good it. spot. Right. Ain't nobody, ain't no neighbors. Good spot. We're going <laughs> to we go rock it. and roll we'll this crack one. Crack out of it. Pump we, out that motherfucker. Yeah, we're going to do 100000 a day in this one here. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and then, you know, once the police raid it, you know, you, you go in, clean it up, and... Rent it out, sell it, whatever, you know. Do some legit stuff with it. Right. Man, that's smart. I'm still thinking about the damn hearse. <laughs> so back to Snowfall, man. Like, um, you know, again, I think, like, uh, not all the listeners kind of really know um, uh, the majority of your story. Um, Where know, they been? Yeah, for real. My like, story everywhere. Yeah, for real. It's out there, yeah. Esquire Magazine, 80th mm-hmm. Anniversary. Mm-hmm. Nice. Over Obama, mine was the biggest story, they say, for the past 80 years. Not to be bragging, but facts are facts. Yep. Uh, LA Magazine did a phenomenal story on me in, in 2013 called Rick Ross's Dreaming. Documentary, stayed on Netflix for a year and a half, front page. And if they didn't get enough then, then get ready for the movie. We should be shooting the movie in February. We, okay. just, hired our di- okay. we just hired our director. Nice, nice. Uh, so, so I'm super stoked about that. Right. Um, just so, riding so, away. Yeah. So, so it's one part of uh, you know, I mean, so many different levels to the story. But you know, I think that um, some of the the listeners and some people <clears> I've <throat> talked to don't know the level of what you were doing. Like they don't know that CIA and all that shit was involved in that whole Oliver North and you know the. You, you know, like, you see that in Snowfall. I'm going back to Snowfall. You see that in Snowfall where the, the character is is, is uh, trade, you know, doing doing whatever work he's doing for the CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's corny, though, the way they did it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, nah. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it just so unreal, you know. I'm, yeah. I, I think that, that um, Snowfall got to Hollywood, you mm-hmm. know, uh, to Walt Disney with it, you know, uh, and it just is not the way, you know, we carried it in L.A., you know. Yeah. You never really see them have fun, you know. 
no street races. Right. No, <clears throat> the culture that happens out here. Yeah, that, yeah, so. yeah, no LA culture really. You know, it's just sell dope, sell dope, kill somebody, mm -hmm. rob somebody, you know. I mean, yeah, that was part of the, the life, you know, a little bit, but um, not, I mean, I mean, one of the things that the feds found out about drug dealers is that they don't like killing. You know, they try to stay I've away heard that. from, they try to stay away from violence, you know, because mm -hmm. they understand that violence break down the business. Right. You know, and fuck the money up. It fucks the money up. And you can't be doing uh, dumb shit, you know, and then stand out on the block selling dope, you know. Yeah, bringing the heat on yourself. Well, somebody gonna come out and pop you, you know. Yep. Here I am. Because I, I should be out on the block all day, all night. Mm -hmm. you know, I just stood out there. Uh, right on the right on the corner. So mm -hmm. you know anybody could have drove up, and then I'm running up to cars too. You know, car pull up. Hey, right. what's up, homie? Sticking <laughs> my head all in the window. You know, right. and and um, you know if you out there fucking up, you can't you can't do that. You ain't gonna make it. You ain't gonna last. You ain't gonna last at all. At all. Hold on, I got a hood question. Hood question. What's that? How did it feel when you made your first million? I didn't even know I had a million when I made my first million. Man. Oh shit! <laughs> I was just making money, putting it in the shoebox, right? I was eating Taco Pete burritos at that time. They was like fifty cent. Uh -huh. So I get two of them a day. My boy would get two. You know what I'm saying? And the rest of the money, we was driving a Volkswagon. You know, a dollar a day on food. <laughs> and you, so you wouldn't you wouldn't count it as you, in the beginning. In the no, beginning, you man, just throw that shit in the shoebox. It, 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 it ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. Why you gonna away. count it? Yeah. And then moms counted our first hundred grand. You know when she found it, and it was like, damn, moms found our bread, and we didn't even know we had a hundred grand. You know, it was like, damn, man, we got a hundred grand. Right. We we thought we was rich. We really rich now. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, when I knew that I had a million dollars, it was like, wow, man, we made it. Right. <laughs> Shit. I could we, get 10. We cheer. It was like, I could get 10 after I made that, that first <laughs> that's one. A, and that's exactly, because I only wanted five. <laughs> you know, when we started, we only wanted 5,000. Yeah. We was going to buy some rims. We were going to buy some, some Zenas for the car. Right. You know, put a paint job on it. I was going to cover all that chrome up with some nice gold paint. Mm -hmm. And, um... Man, the money start coming so fast, and you was like, well, "I quit at five. Right, let's get twenty. Right, right, right." <laughs> and then it kept going. Then you get twenty, you know, it's coming even faster. So you're like, "Wow, why stop at twenty? Let's get a hundred. And then you know, next thing you know, you just stuck. Right. You know, you you're stuck at a certain level. No, you on like a dope fiend. You, uh, you, you gotta have yeah. it every day. Yeah. You just as addicted as 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 the knock. Yeah, give me that. Give you're me just that. Just as addicted as the knock. Yeah. Y'all ain't y'all ain't got a hundred. Oh man, damn. Hundred. <laughs> you mad? Hey, you mad? You can't buy a hundred of them, man. Y'all right. when you gonna get some more? You done already calculated what you was gonna make off that. Yeah, yeah. You done already man. I know I'm clearing this off that hundred. Facts. Facts. Easy. Now Easy. you shorted me. <laughs> Yes. That's yeah, those crazy. are some crazy times, man. Those are some crazy times back then, man. These some crazy times now, though, man. Yeah. We got so Speak much on stuff. that for a minute. We got so much stuff going on right now, you know, with, with all these youngsters. Um, I don't know, man. You know, when, when, when you look at the stuff that's going on with the rappers getting killed. and It's a lot, you know, yo. 
PMP Rock I get killed right over there in my hood. You know, that was that's my hood. Right. You know, that's where I grew up at. And you're like, wow, what is going on with these dudes, you know? Youngster and didn't he have his dad with him and that's what I, I like seen that. on the news. Something like that. I, yeah. I don't know the, all the details. I know to, it's to, getting crazy out there. To the murder, but, you know, you would think that these guys would get some money and, and, and have some fun. Right. You know, I mean, that's really what having money is for, is to to, to buy the finer things, things in life. life right. Know? Have fun and enjoy. Put yourself in a position to, to, to really live or, you know, or to help somebody else live if you don't want to live, you know, let somebody right. else live it. Live it with your money. <laughs> but it also hurts people too. It also hurts people's decision making, you know what I'm saying? Mindset. Like I mean, I I just feel like it's a crazy time, man. It's like especially with the rappers. It's always something. Yeah, beefing. Uh, you know. leading to some kind of shooting or some kind of like I've I've man, I I've never seen it at a rate like this. We've never seen it at a rate like this before, ever. Oh, no, almost every week a, new, a rapper gets killed. Yeah, it's something, yeah. It's crazy. Or arrested. It's crazy. Or arrested for sure, man. Yeah, the rest part is, that's easy. We, yeah. we can deal with that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but that killing, man, with it, ain't no coming back from that. Nah, you know, once, no. once you do that, it's, it's, it's over with, man. But, uh, you know, it's definitely a time that uh, a person has to be careful. You know, and uh, really calculate their moves. You know, what are, what is your next move? Where are you going from here? Right. Yeah. Where are your fucking surroundings? So let me ask you, when, what made you want to, um, you know, get in the cannabis space? Like, what made you, for the people that don't know? I, tell them about your brand, too. I, I really wasn't planning on getting into cannabis, man. That was not part of my plan when I was in prison, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I was doing my time in Texarkana, mm-hmm. and... I didn't get no California newspapers, you know, and all that. So I didn't know where it was legal. Right. <laughs> well, you ain't know at all. No, you know, it's almost like the, 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 when, when, you know, while we celebrate uh, Juneteenth, you mm-hmm. know, because they, in Texas, the slaves didn't know they, they was free. Right. You know, so they were still being slaves. And uh, that's how I was. I didn't know that the cannabis was legal in California. So when I get out and, uh, I remember the first store I go to, right, mm-hmm. was downtown. Um, big store, too. It was big, man. And my man was like, come on, man. I was on parole, too. So I was like, man, I ain't going up in there. Right. I was like, man, it's legal. Right. Like, you good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I don't care. I'm still not going up in there. So I finally, you know, got the courage up to go up in there. And I looked around. I was like, man, they doing it like this here. Mm-hmm. And, but I never thought. That day that I would be involved with with, right. with with weed, but you know, then six and a half years later, seven years later, I'm off parole. Mm-hmm. You know, I got an early release on parole, and one of my partners was like, "Man, they got a high time event out in San Bernardino. Won't you come ride with me?" Right. I was like, "Nah, I don't want to be around them weed people." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, cause I, I, I'm still, you know, I'm still kind of like. Fresh out a little bit. Yeah, still fresh, but you know, with the with the with the mindset of weed was a gateway drug. Right. You know, okay, if I start with weed, yeah, I'm gonna be back with cocaine. Right. And that's the only thing that can derail my plan because I yeah. got I, I I came up with a motherfucking plan in the penitentiary that is just crazy, crazy, right. crazy. Uh, I ain't exercised it yet. 
uh, but it's starting to come to fruitation. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Y'all going to see more and more of it as the uh-huh. days go by. Yeah, you heard yeah. it here first. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, so I'm thinking that we would be a, like a gateway drug for me. You mm-hmm. know, next thing I know, I'd be back selling cocaine. Right. You know, I'm like, that weed money ain't going to be enough for me. You know, I'm, I want some crazy money. Right. So I go out there, man, and my boy was like, man, I bet you sell all them books. So I took about six uh-huh. boxes of books out there, man. They bought Every book, every book, everyone. I was like, damn. And they just treated me with so much love, man. They was giving me... It, it was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know I'm going to the place, but there's people out here telling me that they made stuff for me. I'm mm-hmm. like, how the fuck you make something for me and I didn't even know I was coming? <laughs> you didn't even know you was coming. <laughs> right, that's crazy. It was like, you vegan? I, I know... Try this here. This yeah. vegan. I made it... Next thing I know, man, I'm high as a kite. Yeah. And um, I see them dudes putting out like wads of money. Then they got trash bags of weed on the table. And then they got jars that you can see through. And yeah. the police is just like standing there watching. Just the show, tripping. Yeah. Making sure they don't get robbed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like this? So, uh. I know that was like culture shock seeing that shit. Right. It was. They called me on the stage too, asked me to speak. So I got up and I spoke. You know, I told him some crazy shit like, man, in the 80s, they'd have locked all y'all ass up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so everybody just laughed about that. That was so funny. Uh, but then on the way home, you know, I came up with a plan. I was like, man, you know what? Fuck that. Right. You gonna go ahead and do it. I'm in. Because, yo, I know you had to be like, yo, if, if I can move coke, this is a piece of cake. Especially today, this weed business is so sweet. That's what I'm saying. Like, let me let me let me do bad meat. Let me tell you how I feel about it, though. I feel like as much as he's done for the culture, yeah, like they gotta give him his weed flowers, right? Like they they got to. Like, how can you be a dispensary and not have him on the shelf? I mean, for all that he's done for the game, for all he's done for LA. This this game is still racist, though. You know. Like this is a race, yeah, you're you know, right. racially motivated. You're right, and, and and even even worse than that because not only is it racist, but mm-hmm. it's kind of um, kind of like bigot. You know, like you know how bigots are. They they only yeah. fuck with people yeah. that's well off. So, right, and that's kind of how this game is. If you ain't got no bread, they really don't fuck with you. You know, you ain't right. getting no self space. You know, like self space. <laughs> they want that check. Yeah, shelf space hard to come by in this motherfucker. So, um, speak on some difficulties that you've had just in 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 the cannabis industry, and you know, and do you you know? Because I feel like you don't get the love that you deserve in the cannabis industry. But what what type of difficulties have you had in just navigating through the cannabis industry? Well, well, you know, f- first of all, the way they do the cannabis now, you know, the way you get in stores. Is, is difficult because they want to email, you know, no no person to person, you know, and, and I love it though. Mm-hmm. These dumb motherfuckers, they don't understand that that person to person, once you got that commitment with somebody and, and they become your customer, they your customer until you fuck them off. Right. You know. Right, they there with you. They fuck off a customer they don't even know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They never even get to know their customers. So the, the way it's so impersonal, you know, oh, uh, the, the the buyer ain't here. Take Drop it. the samples off with the buyer. <laughs> no, take the email. Yeah. Yeah. Take the email address. Email the buyer. And, and email yeah. the buyer. And, and, you know, it's just it's just so much more complicated than it was when it was with the street. And, and uh, 
what really tripped me out is how they trying to lock the streets out. You know, all the dudes that started this shit, made this shit what it is today. They trying to put them out the business. Like, oh, you, you, you can't, you can't fill out the applications. You, you ain't got a computer, so right. uh, you can't be in the business. Uh, but it ain't gonna work without these dudes, man. Yeah. You know, these dudes started it. They, they ran it. You know, they, they ran it when it was illegal. You know, when yeah. they were still giving people 30, 40 years for sure. marijuana, they were sure. still making it happen. Yeah, for sure. So you think now you're going to be able to shut them out, you know? I mean, they're some of the best businessmen, some of the best marketing and branding people. You know what I mean? That, that's how they was able to navigate what they was doing, man, you know? So uh, that, that's some of, the, some of the problems I've been having. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm just sitting back watching the industry. You know, right now I'm in... Uh, I think I'm in seven states. I got like two or three more states. Uh, had a, a very, very good meeting in uh, Arkansas last nice. week. Nice. Uh, with some with some black growers down there, uh, and, and we working on uh, partnering up right now. Uh, so, so you know, I got a plan for them. Mm -hmm. I, got a, I got a plan for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> for that ass. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all think y'all slick? He will be as slick. So, so, we gonna see. So let me ask you: When's the movie? I know there's a movie coming. Yeah, yeah. I man. know it's a movie coming. We just, we just uh, hired my man Mike Ho. I don't know if you know who Mike Ho is, but he shoots a lot of videos for the top, top uh, rappers and and singers in, in the industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll be directing the movie for you, Ricky Ross. That's gonna be dope. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be dope, man. Can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, we gonna start looking for somebody to play my role. Right I was just now. about to ask you that, like who you who you who you see like playing you? Like I can't tell. You, you can't say it yet. You can't say it yet. <laughs> That's gonna no, be no. This is movie. bad for negotiation. Nah, you know? I believe it. <laughs> you going to tell him, man? This this is why I and I done said it before, but Kim got Kim Hardy got on me really hard about it. Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 we can't do you that. You gonna make my job hard? Right, right, right. <laughs> Can you imagine? I go negotiate with him, and you already they show the video. What you saying? You want him? Oh. I say, yeah, you're right. But what I will say is that me and Mike both picked the same guy. Dope. Both of our number one picks was the same guy. So you know who you are, <laughs> don't you? Don't you know you supposed to have this role? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that you that's want to go up there and get that Grammy? And I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> yeah, that Grammy, baby. Yeah, yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna knock we gonna knock this thing out the park, man. Uh, I'm thinking that this movie will probably be the biggest movie ever done. I mean, I just see that. You know, I don't know why. And, and, you know, I predicted a few things in the past that came true. You know. On that note, smoke break. Smoke break. Smoke you, you break. You did the Hardeen show? Oh, we did the Hardeen show. Yeah, we did that already. Pass me a lighter, bro? Yeah. So what we do is on a show, like, every, you know, every now and again on the, on the time, we do a little smoke break just, you know, get them a time to get their joint because y'all been puffing the whole time. Y'all ain't stopped. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't stop. Yeah, I done man. got a contact high over here. I was going to ask you too. I was like, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucked up. <laughs> I hey, got to so, drive home. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to take that time just to relight, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, appreciate. Get it right. It, get get it right, right and just appreciate, you know, good quality flower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, a little, just a little time out, you know, for everybody that's watching while y'all smoking with us. You know, the, the, we be getting in the comments that people be doing a smoke break with us like that they light time. up. They'll they light, light up, up watching. Yeah, they're watching the show, man. And listen, tell a friend, tell a friend, like, subscribe.
We appreciate uh, all the listeners that we got. You know what I'm saying? LA King, LA King LA Pins. King Pins. You know at, what I'm saying? At LA King Pins. Yes. Yes. You feel me? We appreciate everybody that's supporting everybody on this panel right now. I just wanted to shout you that. You can go to Gorilla RX right now and get it too on Crenshaw. Gorilla RX. Go get it. It's a few stores in LA. I think I think I'm in about about three or four stores right now. I was I was in fifteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what happened is is when I laid off, you know, on, on the pressing, I wasn't pressing anymore. You mm-hmm. know, I started going around to other states trying to get in other states. Right. And it kinda like dropped off a little bit, but I'm picking it back up right now. You know, we uh we we dropped them Ross runs about a month ago, mm-hmm. and they've been going crazy over them Ross runs. Them Ross runs is, is bananas. You dropped that here in LA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the, Helen, I think we got it in Oakland too at uh, um, Blunts and Moore. I think Blunts and Moore is still. Shout coming. out Tucky Blunts and Moore. Mm. Shout out Tucky. Mm. Definitely got to get you on Tuck. Tuck, we fucking with you, Tuck. We're going to come shoot in the town, Yo, man. We're going to shoot at the lounge, man. We're yeah. going to come chill, smoke the Simply Green with you, brother. Yeah, so, so yeah, let me ask Tuck you. Tuck is a toughy good brother. What's some of the um, positives that the plant has helped you, like, personally, like? Stack a grip. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, man. Say that again. Stack a grip. <laughs> man, I don't know man. why. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know why I'd be without weed, man. Yeah. That mm. shit is really, like... It, it gave me a crutch, you know, almost like what, what cocaine used to do for me. Now, weed does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I won a dispensary here in mm-hmm. L.A., so uh, I'm working on that, fighting with the city tooth and nail by trying to get open. I think I got everything just about nailed down right now. What, local, what part of the city is it in? Uh, I'm going to be in the valley. I'm going to okay. be over on Foothill, uh, Sun Valley. And uh, I'm also building a grow out in San Bernardino. Uh Forty four thousand square foot building. Sheesh. Uh we're gonna have six hundred seventy five lights. Sheesh. Do the, do the math. Sheesh. Y'all think I've been playing do the math. Hey, so, so look. <laughs> so this is another question. The Ross Runt's gonna be cheap. Ross, <laughs> Ross Runt's Cheap. <laughs> About to flood that thing, huh? Yeah, y'all better hey. come on. We're going to do it like the streets. You know how the street go. Whoever got the best weed, best price win. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Believe I don't know that. what they be talking about. Oh, we put in a fancy bag and we're going to charge you bullshit weed. We're going to still get $75, $80 a bag. Yeah, I hate that. Hey, so look. And another. they put their name on it, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, my name is 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 much much. So <laughs> I rap too. <laughs> oh, I rap by the way. <laughs> so I had I paid me eighty five dollars for <laughs> an eighth. eighth. Right. I had another question though, man. It's something that that um, you know, um, always thought about too. Like you know, um, when you was doing your thing, man, and and them and them loads that was coming in, like as big as they were, like how the hell do you catch a load that big, bro? You know what I mean? Like, I had a crew. I had a crew, man. I had like 20, 30 dudes. So, you know, we 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 had a little system set up to where we did it, and we never had no problem catching no loads. You know, I didn't never get caught with no dope. Yeah, I ain't never been caught with no conspiracy. Except case. except when they set me up second know, time. They called me. You know, they had my guy call me. He he was sitting there with the police. Hey man, we got seven hundred kilos. Oh yeah, what price? <laughs> right. The first motherfucking thing I said, dumbass. What price? Set up. <laughs> that was it. Set up all the way, you know. But anyway, um, 
They had the dope. I didn't have no dope then. Mm-hmm. They had all the dope. You know, they was it's what they call a reverse thing. You right. know, where the government supplies the drugs and and and, and you supply your ass and they locked. That was a Colombian dude set you up the second time, right? Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan dude. Nicaraguan. Yeah, Nicaraguan man. Uh, and the cold thing is that he wasn't even supposed to be in the country. He was over here illegally. That's dirty, boy. That's dirty right there. That one was dirty. On the illegal green card. They took him took me to trial with an informant with an illegal green card and never told the jury. That's crazy. I got his ass kicked out though in the country. Because he was gonna stay over here. I said, No, you ain't. Mm-mm. See ya. <laughs> I might get a retrial. <laughs> I might get a retrial. You ain't testifying in the right. retrial, motherfucker. So look out of here. I just got a great question from from IG Live. From what? IG Live, man. What'd he say? From um from from the from the homie Milano, man. He said who do you think the biggest dope dealer in the history of the United States was? I don't know. Besides yourself? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they could keep stats, you know, because it's, it's underground, man. It's, it's so much, but... Yeah, how can you keep... How can you... You can't. You can't can really... You, it's like like when people I mean, like we, they people we all was going for that title, you know. We right, all right. want that title, but right. But if you wouldn't count it like that, how you know what the number really was? Yeah. Sometimes you'll see on TV they give like ballpark figures, like oh he was worth five hundred million. Oh, or don't go with the this. government's numbers. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, how did they kilo and make two hundred thousand? Yeah. <laughs> now one time we used to make two hundred off a kilo, right? But that shit ended quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? After yeah. we start buying fives and tens, just start going over. Now you can make 160, 150, then 100, and then next thing you know, you're making 40, 50, 30, 25. They give them a fucking breakdown numbers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they give them a breakdown number. I gram like, for gram. Yeah. I used to be like, how they no, think no, gram. no, tenth for tenth. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we first started, everybody uh, was selling tenths of cocaine. They right. weren't selling grams. Right. You know, grams was too fucking expensive. You know, when I first started, a gram was like three hundred fifty dollars for a gram of cocaine. How much was bricks back then, bro? I couldn't buy one. First brick I bought was forty eight thousand. Damn. Hmm. And now it's first ounce I ever bought was like thirty two, thirty three hundred ounce. What was your first hustle, man? My first hustle, and cutting grass, hustling the neighbors' bottles, and. In aluminum cans, um, washing cars, uh, hustling, hustling, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I just like hustling. I love. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a miserable motherfucker. Man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's good. Women, though, women you, say I'm boring. Oh, motherfucker! All you do is make money. But hey, you, you, hey, and you, you just, like to spend it. That's the thing, right? <laughs> you know how to go get it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a, that's a dope trade. You know how to go yeah, get I it. I enjoy. I, I really, really enjoy. I just can't wait till I get up here, you know, where I can really like start competing with these dudes, man. Right. The Bill Gates and the, 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 the ones who really run the country, you know, them dudes is really popping it right now. Really rich. I mean, you know, they really rich. You really know? rich. They just call the bank, hey, I need $2 billion. Real quick. And they write the check. Right. Didn't I'm even, to, didn't I'm even ask what it's for. I'm trying to get the, Yeah, yeah. I, I go bought 50000 the other day. What you going to do with the money? Right. Or like I'm going to go buy some dope with questions. it? questions, right, you, right. I ain't buying no cocaine, that's for sure. They ask for it, shit. They just get it like, don't even. So, so I got another good question from IG, man. Um, you know, um, 
it's always a history of the Bay, the Bay in L.A., especially around them times, man. The Bay. Was it any uh, Bay Area boys you rock with back from, you know, Felix Little Mitchell, D. Lil D and Lil D, my man. Lil D. That's my man. Yeah. Yeah, man, D go way back. I remember when, when they first brought D over to my house, man, they pull up in, in one of them custom bands. And I'd already been hearing about D, though, you mm-hmm. know, before I met him. And uh, my boy, uh, Big Mike, uh, got out the van, opened the back door up, slid the door open, and D popped out, and he's smaller than me. I'm like, damn, who's this little <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I got a motherfucker smaller than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we hit it off. You know, me and D been cool from, from the get-go. Uh, uh, but, you know, a lot of major players been in this game, man. You know, L.A. full of them. Yep. And, and hopefully, you know, we, we working, you know, me, John Boy, Little Tommy, mm. uh, Neville, uh, we really want to do a, 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 a series about all of our lives together. You know, nice, maybe right. maybe some of the other ones might want to come in. You know, mm-hmm. if they don't, I don't care. You know, everybody do what they do. But yeah, we've been we've been working on that um, um, for for a couple body about, about a year now, maybe two. You know, I think that's going to really really be interesting uh, if we if we able to. Uh, to put it together, I, I mean, eventually it's gonna happen, you know, because once once my movie hit the hit the box office and yeah, and smash all the records and and, and everybody gonna be scratching their heads. It's gonna be on. I should have did. I should have gave him that all money. All them white boys in Hollywood. Yeah, I should have gave went, him that money. I went and met with you know Ori Emanuel, Jeff Bird, and Spencer Boomer. You yeah. know, the ones who who run Hollywood. They'll be scratching their head. Damn, he was in my office. Damn, I saw I was just with him. Damn. I, I offered him six hundred thousand. He didn't take it. He didn't take it. <laughs> ain't no shortchanging over here. Yeah, y'all didn't believe in me. Yeah. How was the parties back then when you got it? You just got all that bread, man. Like, back when people was really partying. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what I was saying about, like, with Snowfall, it don't show that the, part. The party side, of, the celebration. I mean, we partied down it every day. Right. You know? Like, at my house, it was always a, a party. barbecue. You hmm. know, we had DJ equipment. Right. And, you know, like... The, the 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 big old speakers and you know what I'm saying like the whole neighborhood could hear hear our parties but nobody said them because they all had respect for us you know we grew up over there and and they knew more than likely they kid probably was there partying with us so right. they don't want no police over there right, right. you know with their kid being you know in 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 the facility so uh, it was it was a good time man we 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 enjoyed life you know you you still could have a party then. You didn't have to worry about it getting shot up. Right. What was the biggest size house that you had? That just that was just like stupid. I didn't buy no house because the way I looked at the game is that I was never in a position that I wanted to be in. You know, I, I, I the biggest house I bought I bought for two hundred fifty thousand one dollar mm-hmm. bills. The guy was like. Man, I know you got all them one dollar bills. You said, hold on, two hundred fifty thousand one dollar bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. So he was like, <laughs> he was like, man, I know you got that shit. Took up this whole damn half this table, man. Damn, what? He was like, what's the name? Told me you got all them one dollar bills. <laughs> what you gonna do with them? I said, shit, I don't know. The bank told mama don't bring no more in there. I used to get my mom like forty five hundred mm-hmm. a week in allowance with one dollar bills. Right. And, and you know, straight meatloaf. He was getting mom's meatloaf, man. <laughs> so, so. Uh, they was like, don't bring no more than one dollar bills into the bank. They're gonna investigate you. Right. So, so now nah, it was really just piling up, you know. So 
dude came to me. He was like, man, I got this house I'll save for 250000 I know you got all them ones. What you going to do with them? Mm-hmm. Give them to you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and take these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to buy seven, eight liquor stores, so it's going to be easy for him to man, oh, wash them through there. Yeah, to wash them through. But that was the biggest house that... Um, so like the big mansion thing wasn't you? That wasn't like I hadn't got there yet. You know, see, 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 I, see, I grew up kind of different, right? Because I, I, I played tennis. Okay. So I really saw some big mansions. Right. You know, I played tennis in the backyards of uh, of people in Beverly Hills whose house now probably would be a hundred million dollars. Right. So when I thought about a big house, that's what I was thinking about. You mm-hmm. know, still right now today, that's what I that's. That's what you big house I want. That's what you envision. That's the kind of big house I want. You know, you know, you buy a house in Inglewood. You know, four or five bedrooms, swimming pool. You know, nice. Right. Two hundred fifty thousand. Probably once I fixed it up, because the house needed fixing. I had to fix it. It Mm -hmm. wasn't. It wasn't ready to move in. So I had to go in and fix it up. Probably five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand. But this is in the eighties too. Right now, that same house is probably two hundred, two million. Two million, right? But it wasn't what I wanted, you know. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll stay here for a while, you know. Right. But uh, I ain't plan on being here forever. Mm. So you really just maintained a really low profile all the way around. Well, you know, I, I believe the way you you get somewhere is in a straight line. You know, when you start stopping off, you know, mm. partying and, mm-hmm. and getting comfortable, and and that ain't really where you want to be comfortable at. Then you you kind of circumventing your your growth, right? You know you slowing your growth down, and and I I didn't want to slow my growth down. I, I want to go as fast as I can. I want to mm-hmm. catch I want to catch Bill Gates and and and, and Zuckerberg and them as fast as I can catch them. You right. know I want to be right where they at. You know running running get get give me mine first like you get theirs. You know don't. Mm. Don't show change me. Yeah. Don't make me wait. Right. You know, I done waited long enough. I've been out here sacrificing and, right. and, and, and paying my dues. So and did so, your time. And did my time. Did how many how many years did you do? I did twenty. Twenty. Twenty years. <clears throat> so, you know, that's kinda how I, I be looking at, at this whole picture, you know, and that's why, you know, right now I don't have a car. You know, I don't buy clothes. And I don't buy tennis shoes and I ain't gonna buy your jewelry. Mm. You know, you, you became a vegan too. Yeah, vegan. You know, eat once a day. Sometimes, once every other day. You know, according to how I feel. Mm-hmm. Today I haven't eaten. I'm, I'm, I'm fasting today. Mm. Uh, so I hope I hope we didn't get you contact, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It smelled good. Yeah, man. So yeah. You know, as long as it smells good, it's all it's good. It's all yeah, good. Definitely, yeah. definitely nice, clean, clean, some nice, clean weed, man, for sure. Yeah, so that's kind of how, how, how I've been uh, moving along in, in, in this thing and, you know, with the weed business and the movies, the books, and the T-shirts and, you know, all the other little businesses that I got. You know, I got, I got about, one thing my man said, I got about 12 to 16 businesses that, that, that I operate on. Um, I can't help myself. I see something that looks Hustler. like it's going to make some money. I'm going to yep, put some money into it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Straight hustling with it. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes. So what um uh the the different weed skews you have right now, you got the, the flower, you got pre-rolls. Uh, Vapes, shatter, crumble. Concentrates. LA mm-hmm. Kings. I'm, I'm working on edibles right now. 
I'm I'm also coming out with a with a Delta Eight, with a Delta Eight brand that uh, we're gonna we're gonna launch. It's gonna it's gonna come out in thirty. I think they said thirty six thousand seven elevens around the country. Oh, that's so much money in Delta Eight right now. We ju- we just dropped Delta Eight in these hookah pins, man. These are. Um, we dropped a Birkin's Delta 8 and then these Birkin hookah pins mm-hmm. available to all smoke worlds. We got 15 different flavors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. Hey, man, I ain't got this flavor, man. Give me this. I didn't, I didn't give you that blue, that man, icy blueberry give, yet. Give me this, give me, mm-hmm. give me this man. I'll give you the icy blueberry. I'll I get you straight. I'll get you straight. See how my partner did me? <laughs> I had... I thought this was a dummy. I ain't think this nah, was a dummy. Nah, yeah, man. Come on, man. This one, lo- this one loaded up, too. Ain't no dummies, huh? No, this one loaded up, too. <laughs> hey, you get a dummy, <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah. Hey, you got a dummy, get him yeah, out of here. We don't here, want man. no dummies. Uh-uh. No fugazi. <laughs> no fugazi. Right, so, um... Yeah, uh, so I'm doing it. I'm going to do the CBD? Delta 9. Uh-huh. I'm going to do the Delta... The Delta 8, Delta 9. The vapes. I'm going to do the... The, the, um, the edibles. You know, um... I'm just, you know, I'm just all over the place. I told you I want to win this game, man. Nah, man you got to. You got to cover be, all the markets. I want to be at the top, so I take them Delta 8 money, put it in the, with the weed, and then yeah. when the weed start rolling, I put the weed exactly. in with the Delta 8, and then I take a little money out the trucking company and say, yep. well, we're going to loan a little money to the weed company. Yeah. And, right. and then buy some Bitcoin and do this or do that, man. Yeah, you doing yeah. anything in, the, in that space with the, with the Bitcoin? I haven't, man. Okay. I, NFTs, slipping. anything like that? I'm working on the NFTs okay. right now. I like the NFTs. Cause I I think I got the concept for the NFTs and you got the content, man. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, uh, Bitcoin. Every time I get ready to do Bitcoin, something something drastic happens. You know, like the price fall. Right. Or, I mean, it's down right. now, but it's a good time to buy because it's down. Cause I mean, it it will go back up. Where's that now? Like twenty something. It's like at twenty. It used to be at like forty and sixty. You know, sixty. I mean, yeah, so, sixty. But, it's a good but you time know what? I remember went down to thirty five. My boy told me to buy. One of my boys out of uh, New Jersey, uh, he told me he he said buy man. It was six thousand. Imagine that. I didn't buy, and it dropped down to thirty five hundred. I was like, damn, I'm glad I didn't buy. And then that shit shot back up, man, to sixty thousand dollars. I'm like, ooh, Gosh. I wish I would have bought. Right, <laughs> better than dope. That shit was better than dope. Way yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, I met a I met a couple people, man, that, that got filthy rich off of uh, off of Bitcoin. Um, <clears throat> but it just don't seem like hustling to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of it kind of seems yep. almost like lotteryish, like gambling or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I never, you know, I never played the lottery. Right. You know, and and that's because I don't want to win my riches. I want to earn my riches right. because and the way I look at it, this is like a way for you to show your wits. You know, show who who is really on top of their game. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like a running back, you know. You a running back, you never got in the game, but they gave you a thousand yards for the year. You right. Know? Like that shit ain't really mine. You know? Yeah. Like, that shit is fake. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean? feel like that. If if I won the lottery, you know, if I won the lottery, I may get a hundred million dollars or whatever it is, <laughs> you know. But I really didn't I make mean, that shit. You know, right. I really didn't earn it. You know. I, nah, I feel you. If I win a hundred million, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. I don't. I don't even want to win a hundred million. I wouldn't even want to be in the public eye no more. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm going to disappear, I'll be too. I'd be retired. When I get my money up, I'm going to disappear. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'll I'm keep DJing for Luda, though. That's a good. That's a fun job. <laughs> I'll keep that. That's a, he's a, it's, it's a fun show. Everything yeah. else, peace. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, leave my partner, crazy. though. We still do the podcast. We just... And you heard what he said. He, he he wasn't leaving Luda. He said, "Smoke with me." Was out of here, man. Nah, I, said, I wouldn't leave you neither, bro. Looking for a new co-host, we still, man. We still After he hit that hundred million, I'm looking for a new co-host. Man. Ooh, yeah. I thought we was gonna get a hundred million. Then I start hanging with me because I'm chasing it. I'm chasing it. Right. I'm on it, boy. What, what, what you think about uh, Biden's announcement, man? What you what you think about it? Uh, I mean, it's really fluff, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. what he said, he's gonna get, get the guys out for, for basic possession, you know, like federal. They ain't in yeah. federal jail, no way. I'm yeah. thinking the feds, you gotta have like 300 pounds, you know. I think it's a thousand. I think that I think it's a thousand. A thousand, a thousand might be that. that yeah, I used minimum. to. I used to know. I used to know all the numbers, but yeah. you know, I don't really know. But I know it's a, it's a big number. Right. You definitely. It wasn't a simple it ain't possession. No possession. <laughs> no, 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 no. So. No, but nobody's in there for simple possession. So it really was just lip service. Lip service. If he wanted to do something, he should have just said, "You know what? Weed is is legal in over thirty five states in this country, and the majority of the people in the country want weed to be legal. Uh, everybody in there for weed. You know, if you didn't have no violence inside your jacket, something like that. Then, right. You know. Uh, but everybody thought with that announcement, like it was some big thing. Like everybody was posting yeah. it, and they didn't really understand the the the. Uh, the vocabulary he used on that it really was nothing right and and uh, a lot of people miss you know, that what would be nice though is when they take it off schedule two i mean schedule one mm-hmm. you know that way yep. that way we can start using the banking system yeah because shutting down my banks they've been shutting down my bank i ain't got no banks now because they keep shutting my shit <laughs> we've down we've been shut down once what happened we've been shut down once. why y'all shut me down <laughs> Uh, you Man. put a lot. You put a whole lot of money in here. <laughs> <laughs> you put a whole lot of money. We don't have to disclose why we shut you down, but here you go. Here's your here's your money here's your, back. Here's, here's your check. We're sending you a check. Right. You get it in seven. You'll thank you. Seven Fourteen business days. days. No, they told me I can come pick mine up. I went um, right down there and got it. Right. Whoop. We told us fourteen business days. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a month. It's crazy. Well, you know, I've been kicked out of Bank America, Wells Fargo, USA. About three other ones, you know, they 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 kick a motherfucker right out. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Right. Hopefully, they take it off that uh that schedule one, and and then we can start using the banking system, and start using credit cards. Because they say when 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 the credit cards jump off in the dispensaries, they say they go crazy. You know, yep. So they be they be clocking. Right. So hopefully, um, but you can't you can't use a credit card right now. No, yeah. No. I'm gonna do the delivery. There's some service solutions too. coming. There's some yeah. solutions coming for that, though. I'm gonna do the delivery service. You know, I'm gonna come with the freeway delivery, um, because you know when you win the dispensary, you get the micro, the grow, the, mm-hmm. dis- the distro, the delivery, and the manufacturing. So, um, I'm gonna have a full time, a full time job now. You know, right. I've been on the job all my life. I ain't never had a job, but I got one. Now. Got one. Now. like the Jamaican with all them jobs in the cannabis <laughs> industry, like ten jobs. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. So, you know, just just out here, man. Just you know, really trying to uh, make a difference and and show the youngsters that um, that they can. You know, that we don't have to settle for less. That we can go for the whole. Uh, the whole banana, right. you know, you can have the whole banana if you if you just put your mind to it, and, and that's pretty much what I did, man. When I was in prison, um, 
I looked out at the world and I, I tried to figure out where could I win at, mm-hmm. uh, what would be advantages for me. Uh, one of my advantages that I felt uh, while I was there was that I could read. You know, I read over 300 books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many newspapers, but I, I educated myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> um, just about ready now to start uh, showing uh, what I read and right. how I interpret what I read and how I'm taking those uh, things and, and, um, and putting them to work. Right. Matter of fact, we got a fight coming up Who? this month on the 20th. Uh, one of my guys, Kid Austin, will be fighting on uh, Golden Boys on the 20th in, in Palm Springs. So, yeah, man, plug, plug it. Plug if you it, ain't got man, nothing bro. to do, come out to the fight. Kid Austin is a bad young boy, 19 years old. Uh, on what weight way. class? 130. 130. 130, 135. He goes up and down. He, he can fight either one, you know. Um, uh, so if y'all ain't doing nothing, come and check out Kid Austin. Check him out. We just got a knockout Saturday in San Antonio with the champ, for Sean the champ, the chosen one on Instagram, and then uh, my man Anthony Peterson, who uh, is here in L.A. right now, training, working out, uh, getting ready for uh, for a major one too, maybe. Maybe he might be fighting in Philadelphia on Showtime. Nice. So, um, you know, I feel like these youngsters, man, um, you know, this generation with Instagram and this PPE money and all that, like... PP money gone. PP yeah. money is gone. But I mean, but That's they touched over. it. But they touched it. That's over. You know, they, they don't remember. Yeah, that should be gone a year. They touched it. It's gone. They thought they, they thought they they had a plan and knew what to hey, do. They, with were, it. they drove the price of weed through the roof with man. that PPP money. Man. You ain't lying, OG. Pounds was four thousand dollars, thirty two, maybe six thousand, maybe sixty five hundred back then. Like, damn, Jeez. why the price is so high? Because they, they had it. They's running with that PPP money now. They white around the mouth. They selling their watches, their chains, mm-hmm. and they, they they car broke they down. They robbing motherfuckers broad daylight at um at restaurants in L.A. Yeah. So yeah. my question behind that though was like, I feel like you know in in in, in your in your in your era in your day, like it was everybody had a work ethic. You know what I mean? You had to have not that work ethic. Not everybody. No? We had some bumps. Yeah. You know what Dolph said? If they don't work, they'll leech. Mm-hmm. So we had some leeches too, you know. Just around for the, um, for, know, the ride, for the ride, you know, yeah. whatever you leave on the table, I eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, I rake the crumbs up. It don't matter. You know, I ain't no crumb snatcher. I always wanted my own. You give me the whole pie, I cut it. Right. I cut it. I give out the slices. Do it yourself. <laughs> exactly. You know, you somebody else cutting the pie. You'd be like, man, I, I, shut up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Be thankful for what you get. Uh, let me ask you, what moment in your life was you was like, uh, you was like, yo, I really did that. Like, like I, 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 I accomplished this. I haven't done that really you yet. Haven't got I there mean, yet. I, I kind of, you know, kind of, you'd be like, yeah, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But this shit I'm doing right now is like, oh my god, this shit gonna be ethnic. Right. You know, like, fuck, ain't nobody never did this before. Right. You know, you're going to be the first. Ground, groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, uh, so so I'm, I'm just excited about, you know, being me right now and mm-hmm. doing this time, being alive, and to 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 be able to run these plays, you know. And then right. nobody, it's, it, it almost looks as if nobody see it. I'm like, y'all 
can't see this motherfucking elephant standing right there, right. you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe I'm high, you know, I've been eating them edibles, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with them edibles. I fuck with them edibles. But them edibles is the one. I like the edibles because they're so inexpensive. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, you could take, get you a bag of edibles. And be high for about six hours, five hours. It'd be good. All night. <laughs> yeah. The other night I got some, man. I went I went over to Gorilla RX and, and I was looking for some because I'm vegan, so I had to get vegan edibles. So she turned me on to some some 100 milligrams, man. I took one of them motherfuckers. I thought I was going to die. I was like, <laughs> it, was, the- it was on there. Oh, my you God. Got a, you got a crazy edible story for us, man? When you just yeah. took When you just took too many edibles? I done did that twice. You know? <laughs> One time, that trip when, when crazy. I went to when I went to San Bernardino the first time, okay, and I come home and they gave me them popsicles. I mean, popsicles, mm-hmm. lollipop, candy bars, <laughs> all kind of stuff they done make. And I ain't never had edible before, yeah. so I don't know. Oh yeah, you was when I'm eating it. I'm like, oh, this you shit, know, when it was gonna hit, you just kept eating. Ain't yeah. did nothing, yeah. you know. Like, give me another one of them. Yeah. So when I get home, though, a motherfucker. Stuck. stuck I was laying in the bed man I'm like man who the director <laughs> I'm feeling like my life was a movie right like, wow. the director and the fucking writer them forgot the script they don't know what they doing they ain't wrote the- hell man, man finish writing this shit so I <laughs> using the movie for real man I was I was asking my brother man what we supposed to do tomorrow <laughs> what scenes they got me in tomorrow they was like motherfucker you the one call all the shots <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that yeah, was that was a cold funny. one, and that's almost what happened the other night. I, this I did the same what happened, thing. What happened the other night? Almost a similar thing. I took one of them hundred milligrams. And you, hold on, hold on. You know the the whole bag is normally hundred milligrams. No, they one got some, piece is hundred milligrams. Some, they got some 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 pieces at, at at Gorilla RX right now. I don't know where they come from. I mean, I only took two so far. <laughs> I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel stuck, man. Uh, you know, yeah. you're sitting in a room and you're just looking at the room. Yeah, 100 man. milligrams that had my whole day shut down. That's, he, it actually happened before. I was on a photo shoot yeah. at Hardeen in Las Vegas. He's talking shit to, you know, the coworkers talking about my tolerance is low, ain't shit. And I had this juice called the a sips, sip. The sips. Called the sips. And it's 100 milligrams, but it's about this big. And instead of reading the, you know, the bottle, saying like, you know, take cap, uh, the cap full, you know, I, I took the whole thing. Wow. So then, 20 minutes later, doing the photo shoot, all of a sudden, I was like, time out. I told the camera down, like, put the camera down, hold on. I was like, oh, we gotta shut this down. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. And all of a sudden, I had to sit down, and then it just, it just hit me. I'm like, yo, I'm too high. I was like, yo, I'm back to the hotel. Like, I sh- and this was like around five o'clock. Gee, I didn't do shit until the next day, bro. I didn't wake up till like eleven the next day. Yeah. From like six o'clock, I was. I'm that sitting there looking out the window, like hundred <laughs> milligrams. Like down. this, how I'm gonna spend the rest of my life in this fucking room, looking out this window. This is what it's gonna be like. <laughs> you couldn't even move. This you was you move, stuck. Uh, like when this shit gonna end? <laughs> you know, you be yeah, you be bro. you be wanting your high to come down. Yeah. You know, when, when you be stuck like that, you be like trying to do everything please, in your power, right? Please get this shit off me. Trying to drink water, <laughs> trying to do all kinds of take shit. Take a shower. Yeah. I wish I could go home tonight and take me one, but I'm scared. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> said, fuck that. I might need to try one of those, man. That sounds like edibles I need to try. I don't need to try one of those. I'll, I'll be crazy. out. Crazy. I'll be laid out. Crazy. That 100 milligram is crazy. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. I'll be laid the fuck Put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt on if you do it, man. Yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> but that's that's about it, man. You know, I'm just out here, man, trying to uh, set a tone because I believe that our young people need somebody to set a tone to so that they I can agree. say, you know what, if he did it, I can do it. Yep. And uh, that's agree. my goal, man. That's what that's what I'm on right now. So so uh, who's making L.A. look good right now besides you, man? Like, is it anybody you like? Think LA making LA look good right now? Uh, in the cannabis industry, yeah. you, know, you know Tyson. I, I think Tyson is is mm-hmm. is uh, probably the biggest black brand that okay. we got right now. Uh, um, what's the name? Was doing pretty good at one time. What's his name? The basketball player. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Iola. Yeah, we just came. We just had. We just yeah. had Al on. Al, Al was doing good yeah. at one time. Yeah. I, I haven't been seeing his brand. Well, I don't go to many stores like I used to. Right. Uh, but I haven't been seeing his brand. Al still shaking stores. shit up. We just had Al on the show, man. Mm-hmm. And then we got we got Brian from uh, um, Black uh, Black Star Farms. You know, he's growing some pretty good weed. Um, we need to get you on here, man. I don't know that who Brian is yet, man. I can hook you up with Brian. Yeah, and you know, Brian you got, got Virgil Grant too. You know, Virgil Grant got three stores here in LA. Light skin cat, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Shout yep. to Virgil. I need Virgil on here too, man. Virgil was one of the guys who uh, started social equity. Yeah. You yep. know, um, Bo Money. You need Bo Money too. You know, Bo Money is. I don't know who that is. It's a female. She 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 okay. doing she doing a little bit. And then around the country, man, whew, them boys in Arkansas, man, they still getting three thousand a pound, man. Damn. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, man. Right, they right, take a trip down to Arkansas. Hey, I'll yeah. be gonna put the word out on them. They look up the, the they mm-hmm. town be flooded. They be pulling in with diesels, no. <laughs> three thousand a pound. Man. Uh, I'm selling this shit for two hundred. Uh, for real, hundred dollars. <laughs> they about to day, close down. They heard day, that. We sold some hundred dollar pounds, <laughs> man. I believe it, man. Shit, it's, it's ugly out here in Cali right How now. How low man. can they go? It, well, right now they playing limbo, so you know, you, you know they it get lower and lower till they just can't get no lower. Well, you know, my no man lower. was saying right that on the same land that they grow a weed tree, dude can grow an almond tree, mm. and the almonds is only gonna sell for. $8 a pound, $10 a pound. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to take a pound of weed that grow on that same land that you grew the almonds on, and you're going to get $2,000. Right. You know, it's a lot of profit up in there. It's a lot of fat. So um, they they trimming that fat off now. That fat's starting to fall. You know, uh, just cannibalizing ourselves, man. Everybody going too low, man. Like, but what it is doing is, is getting all these soccer moms and all these other people who shouldn't have been in the cannabis industry anyway out the way. <clears throat> so I do feel like, you know, like it is tough times right now for sure in California. But it's... Not it, just California, all around the country. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're, in, we're, we're in a recession. Everybody, we're in, everybody we're in a recession. feeling it. Yeah, we're in a recession. I'm talking about specifically cannabis, like in California, like, you know, it's getting a lot of people out of the way who didn't need to be in the industry anyway. I agree. I agree. Clean it up. Yep. I just got to get my money up so I can start buying this shit while they selling. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Too this funny. is the time to buy. It's the time to buy. Buy, buy, <laughs> buy. Buy, Mortimer, buy. <laughs> For sure, man. Yeah. Yo, man, is there anything you want to shout out, Rick? Anything you want to 
Man, just you know, uh, let people to know to you know what hey, to tune just, in for. Y'all check out my brands. You know, LA Kingpin, Freeway, uh, both of them. I'm coming out with a new brand too. Also, I'm working on that right now with my man Bird up in uh, Modesto. Nice. Uh, um, check out my fighters. You know, uh, Kid Austin next week, Golden Boy, Palm Springs, um, Vashon the Champ. Out of San Antonio, uh, Anthony Peterson, right now here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Check him out. Uh, be on the lookout for the movie. If you ain't read my book, you slipping. Yeah, get to read the book, man. Get Go some, read the get some book. game, man. Get, get some, some game, game about yourself, man. Wrote, man. Get I, some game about yourself. I read wrote the book. that book for you. I wrote that book for you, man. When I was in prison with a life sentence, I thought about you. I said you needed this game. I mm-hmm. wrote it for you. Uh, but don't go to Amazon to get it. Go to my website. I got my own website, freewithrickyross.com. And uh, check out all my other properties on there. Also, you can get the T-shirts. Um, the Real Rick Ross is not a rapper. Ain't out right now, but I'm going to restart back reprinting it because y'all keep asking Ooh for wee. it. Ooh wee. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, also, mm, got a few other things. Keep, get, give, I got give it another all website to that I'm building. And with this website, we're going to have a rap contest. Mm. So we're gonna do a rap contest where we're gonna give somebody a whole lot of money. I don't wanna say how much yet because I don't want nobody biting. You know how they right. you yeah, know yeah. biters, they bite, they bite. They bite you quick. You need to come back <laughs> on and and and, and uh, pub that and talk about that next time we have you on. Anytime, when you do bro. that contest, you Let's know what I mean? We can do that. Yeah. I'll do that. Especially, especially, you know, in the in the A where all the artists is at anyway, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. No doubt. So that's pretty much it, man. Um, I wish everybody happy times mm-hmm. and get your money. We did, man. Listen, Rick, man, it's we, yours. Appreci- we appreciate you. Definitely appreciate you I believe in on, you. Man. I believe in nah, you. you know <laughs> yeah, this platform is for us, you know what I'm saying? I believe man. in you. Yeah, you know we, what I'm saying? Yeah. And don't nobody else believe in you. I do. Appreciate that. You know what it is, man? It's your boy DJ Infamous and my partner. Wolf of Weed Street, man. Another episode. Smoke with me podcast. Till next time, we out of here. Peace.